super excited to have Isabel Agard on the podcast. Welcome, Isabel. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Why don't you let the listeners know um, what you do and um, maybe who you are? Yes. Um, well, um, I am a designer. I'm a collaborative designer, to be more specific. And uh, with two other amazing guys, I did uh, what we now have, uh, what is now a last object, but it's a series of different design solutions for single-use items. So we started with a swab, which is a reusable cotton, cotton swab. Um, and uh, and then we have done different an array of different products. Uh, last tissue, which is a tissue box um, a pack, which is reusable. Um, and now we have different uh, products we have lined up the next couple of years. <laughs> so uh, that's who I am. Fantastic. And um, how are you holding up with COVID nineteen? How is the how is the the lifestyle and business kind of changed? I guess for you all I know you're you're in Copenhagen what what's everything like on that side well I think uh, like everybody is feeling a little bit crazy because it's a really crazy period um in general worldwide and um, we've in Denmark they've been very strict from the go-get almost so um, we've been in lockdown the last three weeks uh, we in the company are very agile and are uh, not that many people. We were three and now we're four, five people in the office. So it's so it's uh, in that sense, it's not that big of a an, an issue or uh, we haven't changed that much. But we have changed um, temporarily some structures because like with all companies, uh, the sale just went dead. In the beginning yes totally understand what what was kind of like your background coming into uh, starting last object because because last object is like the, that's the parent company is that right yes exactly and what were um, you doing well, like we, like coming up like what was your what was your like background well we have um we're all three actually designers i'm um I'm originally from, uh, did a, a, a BA in IT and, um, and Nicholas was in finance and um, Cole was in, uh, did more like carpeting. Um, and, and we all three actually just um, became designers afterwards and, uh, and did an, a, a longer education on uh, what we call uh, the Royal Academy of Design. Uh, here in Denmark uh, and then so we are all like we have very different backgrounds because we have this like backbone but um but we are in we're all just all three designers love that and so how did you all kind of I guess get started with the business like when did you come up with the concept and kind of you know how like maybe walk through like how you actually got like the very first customer yeah um, well, we were, um, we have like a, or we had at that time, um, not actually all three, been, we had, we hadn't, we didn't have a project together. We worked on different projects. And what happened was that we have this, um, we have this office space that we all three are in. And, and we were at lunch just talking about like how, 
what we actually really wanted to do as a designer. I was at that point in the medical industry and was doing a lot of things and designs for different chemo patients and, and they were doing more product related designs and we were like just scrobbling over it. And then we talked about sustainability and how that was actually really our dream and really where we all three felt there was, there was an, awesome opportunity and also just where we could place our hearts in a project and uh, and that kind of evolved to us looking at single use because we found that that was actually a huge issue and and when we and when we then kind of like opened up to the world of single use we looked at what objects were just a really big problem environmentally and this is where like the cotton swab came up and a different and some different a lot of different um products we also saw of course the straw but the straw has just been designed so many times in so many different ways so um so i think that was kind of where it all started uh and then a swap and we listed of course like the next couple of products that we wanted but that was at least the that was the beginning. Yeah. That's fantastic. And so you launched on Kickstarter and you did some crowdfunding in the in the beginning, right? Like and you really were successful. Maybe walk through like your approach to that and kind of like how did you how did you think about like pre-launch and how did you how did you get so many backers? So in the beginning, we really looked at how we could look at, and we wanted to test the product. We wanted to see if there were enough customers that also wanted this. It wasn't enough that we in our little design ivory tower was like so fascinated by what we needed. So, um, so we started by going into just in general, um, making a website and then doing like a Facebook page where we started doing a little bit of ads and we just drove traffic. And the only thing we just mentioned was that like we have this product, we explained it, and then you could sign up for an email to when we launch on Kickstarter. So this was how we started um, testing the product in the market in a sense. And maybe talk a little bit about those ads, because, <clears throat> excuse me, I know you were mentioning that you, I think I heard you mention on the Shopify podcast um, that you you didn't necessarily spend a lot on an ad budget. Did I understand that correctly? Or, or if you did, what kind of like, what were your objectives with the ads? Were they, were those more like awareness ads or were those like video ads or just getting views or were they traffic like maybe walk through some of that so yeah so it was it was mainly just picture and then we a b tested this only and then a text um so we didn't use video in the beginning we didn't even have a product in the beginning we actually just had the idea and then we drew it up um and and actually just did a 3D drawing of what the product would look like. Um, so we mixed in these renders with um, different animal footage or um, pictures of waste or like, so we could really explain like, this is the problem, 
this is the solution. This was what actually worked for us. We tried different things. And when we actually started um, working with the product, they of course changed because then we could actually have them in our hands. We could have a model and we could do different um, things to explain the concept. But uh, in the beginning, it was, it was mostly actually these render photos and then uh, stock images. Love that. That's such a, that's a savvy uh, way to get the, get the ball rolling. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, so what, what kind of things did you do? Like after you finished crowdfunding, like what, how were you spending most of your time? So after the crowdfunding, we had to produce the product. <laughs> so that was the main focus. And um, we, of course, have done a lot of different, you know, products that we knew what, what we had ahead. But it was just, it took a long time, of course, to get it perfect and get it ready and, and get what we needed. Um, so, um, so this was our main focus in the beginning. And then we had to build the whole business, you know, find out where do we ship to? How do we ship from? How does the packaging look? Um, how are we going to make this as so as sustainable as possible? And maybe describe the product a little bit, just so the listeners can kind of understand like what what it is that you were building and shipping. Yes, so it's actually quite small, which was really nice shipping wise. <laughs> so uh, being a reusable cotton swab, it is uh, a box um, which or which has the product in a sense but when you open it up it has like a very a little bit flexible very very strong rod and then in the ends um are we have two versions so the basic version has like the um textured surface which is made in a plastic called tpe which is kind of a, like a silicone rubbery feel um which kind of can clean your ears and um other stuff but and then you we have a makeup version where they are just the ends are a bit different uh, they have a, they're more shaped so that they can uh, edit makeup that's kind of the two causes that we found and people use cotton swabs for so we kind of catered for the both but they're about the same size as a q-tip and then they're just in a box so that's kind of the size that's fantastic and maybe maybe you can talk a little bit about like how the marketing and like the rollout of it like how do you guys kind of think about i guess brand positioning like do you guys do that work in house because you're designers or do you do you work with agencies how how is your uh, team kind of structured so what we really wanted to do was to keep the our team really small so we're only the, us three, and then now we have two more on board that are sitting in our office, but everybody else are actually freelancers. We've done agencies. We've not been so happy about what we get in terms of how much it costs. So I just think that this freelancer base, like community that we've kind of created, I think we have around 12 freelancers right now, and it, it's, it's just perfect for us. Um, because it makes us really agile and it makes it possible for us to really go in depth with different projects or th something we want to work on or do 
anymore. For example, in a crisis right now with the COVID, that it's just been so great not to have people that um, that we have to um, pay, but but we still have project-based, oh, wait, we're going to wait with this project, but we're going to go all in with this. So it's very flexible in that sense. How did you find your freelancers in the beginning and what type of work are they typically, what are you delegating to them? I think the first thing we delegated was customer service. So, and that was, and now we have actually two um, wonderful girls on it, which um, one of them we knew through somebody else, but most of our freelancers are found through uh, freelancer.com or Upwork, mostly Upwork actually. I've really grown fond to that platform. Yeah, fantastic. Um, what about like going forward? Um, have you seen either delays on production of your product or are you seeing any like uptick in sales because people are being more conscious to stay healthy and stay kind of, uh, you know, clean for, you know, lack of better words. Like what are you kind of seeing when it comes to, you know, I guess the, the current situation? I think when, when it kind of hit Europe, um, we saw that everything got very quiet. There was, very little sales but what we did see was that our like campaign on Facebook was going really well and was actually really building up so that um, made us think that people are you know at home they're reading up maybe they want to go in depth with different things so we actually ended up doing an ebook and that became a huge success so I think we saw that people really wanted to read more about sustainability and understand more and see facts and, and yeah, get into depth in general, but they were not pursuing the buy button. Um, so that was what we saw in the beginning. What was the ebook? What was like the content in the ebook? So we did like five, um, we, tried, we tried to narrow it down because in a, it's just it's in a sense it's just really really um it's really complex to understand different environmental impacts on different actions but something that we kept seeing was that there are some things that are misconceptual in a sense and that's why we we kept looking into um what are actually the biggest environmental um impactors in the world and so this is what, so we narrowed it down to five and then we went into depth uh, on those. So we looked at um, air pollution, we looked at water resources, we looked at water pollution, um, forest, um, forest as a forestation, and, um, and we looked at fishing. So this was, this was just, and it doesn't have to, this doesn't necessarily have to tap directly into the products that we're making but it's just of understanding what is actually going on in the world and then finding the facts and we built everything up on we've built everything up on just being very narrow on um, on the numbers so it was kind of a, a numbers article ebook love that um and is that what you were 
kind of promoting on Facebook as a campaign or was the Facebook campaign something separate? So the Facebook campaign was promoting a, an email sign up and then you could get access to the ebook. So it was kind of getting people into the loop of getting into our world and so they can see what we're talking about, what's happening and what we're sharing and, and, then, uh, and then freely distributing the, the information that we've kind of collected. And what was kind of, I guess, working on, I guess, in a Facebook environment, was it, was it a picture or was it text video, like to get the email sign up, like you were sending them to a, was it a dedicated landing page for email sign up? Yes, exactly. Yeah, it was a dedicated uh, landing page. Got it. So like what what kind of i guess like creatives i guess did you kind of use to make that happen well we were like with the kickstarter that we did in the beginning with swap we were we didn't we didn't have the ebook when we started talking about the ebook so everything kind of changed gradually um we kind of had like a we knew approximately what it was about so we had like a title and then we did different graphics that we um, mixed up in Canva. So it was, you know, a, a kind of an earth um, that was drawn um, from the side and, uh, you know, different things that we tried to like, so we still had the perspective and the colors, but that we're not saying too much um, because most of it, you know, was made um, from other articles and from other um, scientific reports. Yep, understood. And so what it, what kind of, I guess, overall has been kind of the most effective um, for, you know, like you said, hitting that, getting that buy button, getting people to actually purchase, Are you, is it Instagram or is it just general emails? Like, what are you seeing as like working? Um, I think what worked for us or what works for us right now is just Facebook. Um, I think you could probably, we could probably be much better on Instagram right now. Um, and on Pinterest, I think there's a huge market, but right now um, we've kind of just nailed how we can talk to our audience through our Facebook. Nice. Well, this has been great. Just kind of, you know, getting to know more about, kind of what you all are working on anything that you're excited about for the future when this kind of hopefully goes back to normal yeah we um we have a new product launching here in end of the summer which is very exciting um and uh, and then just in general like how we'll build this business right now and and what kind of products um are gonna be on the shelves i think are so exciting yeah, and you do mention on the shelves. I don't know if we really touched on that, but you you all are in wholesale. Um, maybe talk about some of the um, stores that you sell to. So we're on different stores, actually. Any store, a little local store or bigger chain uh, can contact us directly and actually automatically can set up their own account. So everything is really streamlined. Um, we got... Um, Lauren Singer from uh, that has a little shop, which is like one of, 
I'm kind of a starstruck by her. She is, she has trash for tossers, uh, which is like a vlog and it's just amazing. And she has an amazing background. She has a little store in New York that just opened up and uh, or that is, is open and has our stuff. And so that's really cool. But um, we're, we're going on around two to 300 stores uh, this year. Congratulations. And, uh, and then we have a lot of chains and, and bigger uh, things in Europe. So that's exciting. Yeah, we're very happy. No, that's great. Um, where can the listeners follow you and connect with you? Um, well, through we have well our Instagram and our Facebook is probably the easiest way to come directly into the office. <laughs> so um, uh, that would be the way to contact us. Lovely. Well, thank you again, and hope you're staying healthy, and hope you stay well. Thank you, and you too. <laughs>